Hello and welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. And I'm Emily. And today we are going to talk about... Trolls, parts one and two. Oh, you missed it. You missed it. Let me say stuff and things. Stuff, stuff and things. things. You know, I almost did that. I did not, like, feel like giving you that for some reason. Well, it's that's fine. We, we've probably done that enough. Maybe we need to find something else to talk about other than stuff and things. I like, troll, I like Trolls Part 1 and 2. Well, I guess this... Yes, it will. Trolls Part 1 and 2. This will be Part 1. But before we talk about Trolls, yeah. uh, why don't we go through real quick what's new? And, uh, yeah. Well, I can start. Do it. Well, I got a couple things. Today is uh, Prince Day. So I just wanted to give a shout out to... Uh, the purple Yoda to thank him for a funky time, but uh, that's not really a what's new. I just wanted to mention that. Uh, what's new with me is I played my country music, sh- my first country music showcase, had a blast, and then uh, earlier this week I played a little show with my friend Stephanie Ann Johnson. So I've just been playing all kinds of guitar stuff, and it's been it's felt really good. All it's them been gigs. A while. All them gigs. Sounds like a good time. It's a funky time. Funky. Did you just call, by the way, did you refer to Prince as the funky Yoda? Uh, the purple Yoda. And he the referred to Yoda. himself as that in a song. Like uh, he did a hype song for the Minna, Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. And there's a line in it from the heart of Minnesota. Here comes the purple Yoda. Let's let this, he wasn't like the best lyricist in the world, but he was a fun one. That's so strange. I wonder when Disney's going to try and collect on that. Never, because I don't think that, I think you can like refer to, like, that's, that's not how copyrights work. Well, the, the mouse has its ways. The but. mouse is, if the mouse is going to, I think I don't ever, I don't think that song was ever even like officially released to buy. <laughs> so it's not like there's any royalties to cash in on. I mean, there's some like, I assume they probably play it at Viking games or used to. And I know that uh, the public radio station there, the current, which I just listen to a lot period because it's a great public radio station. And, you know, I like that kind of thing. Uh, They play it sometimes like when they're doing their Prince marathons, eventually they'll bust that one out. I'm sure they had one today, but I didn't listen. How dare you? Well, I was listening to his newest release, which is um, it's called originals. And so, when Prince would give a song to somebody, like he gave Manic Monday to the Bingle to the what the the Bangles, mm. um, and and uh, things like that, uh, he would record first guide vocals, and even if the song was from the perspective of a woman, he's referring himself to like as a woman. Uh, he would just do the guide vocals, so they would know kind of what sort of inflections to do. And those, most of those apparently still exist. So uh, I think, yeah, of of the stuff in the vault, those are some of the things I'm most excited about. So I've just been, I've been listening to that today. Well, I guess that's, that's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, I think so. What about you, Andrew? What's new with you? I have spent most of my evening making uh, marinade for carne asada. Ooh, that sounds good. 
You you can't have any. I'm sorry. There is soy involved. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Ugh, I'm so offended. Gosh, why do people keep doing this? Well, I could probably someday make it without the soy. It wouldn't quite be as good because I think it's an essential ingredient to the recipe that I have um, I have concocted. I say concocted because I can't say I created the recipe because I started with building blocks on someone else's recipe. And I've just mm -hmm. tweaked on it a whole bunch <sighs> to get it to my preferred liking. But I, I think that it's pretty decent carne asada. Yeah. It was funny. I, I I was out earlier getting some of the final ingredients for it, and I realized I don't have any gloves in my kitchen right now, like food gloves. And uh -huh. I couldn't find any at Safeway. And uh, so after Safeway, I was getting pizza at Papa Murphy's. And like, oh, uh, uh, two pizzas for Andrew. I'm like, oh, that's me. Like, here you go. Is there anything else we can do for you today? And I was like, actually, yeah, this is going to sound really strange, but could I have a pair of gloves? <laughs> And the, the the poor lady, she was so incredibly nice about it, but she definitely looked at me like I was smoking something in the store. It was kind of humorous. And there was a lady sitting next like sitting next to me on the bench, like a little waiting bench in front of Papa Murphy's. Uh -huh. And she was just like staring so awkwardly. I was just I didn't want to explain what I needed the gloves for. I just kinda of left it hanging out there and there and uh yeah, it was kind of awkward. Uh yeah, that sounds a little awkward. Um, but I mean, I did it. I kind of just went for it pretty shameless and they, they gave me a pair of gloves. So I was able to handle all my spicy peppers just fine without having to worry about destroying my eyes later. Yeah. I, and that's pretty important. And if you have any like cuts on your hands, uh, yeah, or like hang, or like hang nails <laughs> and what's happening to your eyes is more than pain. It's organ damage. Yeah. I've, I've had some nasty run-ins in the past with a uh, pepper residue on my hands yeah i mean I've, I've, eat, I've eaten hot chicken and yeah i, I yeah. get it there's just a number of ways that could that could end poorly mm -hmm. so but yeah no uh we're doing a barbecue cookout tomorrow celebrating a family member's celebration of sorts and okay like a celebration of life no 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 not, not like that okay that's cryptic as hell, but I'll let it pass. Oh no, it's a family member graduated college last month, and then uh, so it's a it's a college graduation with friends and family. Why'd you make it so cryptic? I don't know. Yeah, if you're listening, comment on the Instagram post whether or not that was hella cryptic. It was really cryptic because I sometimes I'm like, well, I can I can share certain things, and like, well, this isn't my information to share. I don't know, and I get really. I don't know. Anyway, so someone graduated. It's very exciting, and I was slated, uh, asked personally to make tacos. So I'm doing a full mm -hmm. taco bar with. I'm doing carne asada, carnitas, and then my own twist on just like a grilled taco chicken. Nice. I respect yeah, that. Yeah. Make make my salsa and my pico from scratch. Mmm. I respect to that it. too. Yeah, it really is. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time, and it's supposed to be thunderstorming, so that'll be fun. Not tomorrow. It's supposed to thunderstorm today, but tomorrow's supposed to be nice. Last night, maybe I, I, I checked a few days ago. I said it was supposed to be, like, it, the forecast was uh, rain and thunderstorms, and I'm supposed to be cooking this all over charcoal in the backyard. I'm huh. like, well, this is going to be interesting. Well, charcoal, <laughs> so we'll that's your problem. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, it's supposed to, it is supposed to be nicer tomorrow. Um, though it was supposed to be really crappy today 
and apparently was where my brother is, but it was really nice up here. My mom came up um, just after lunch to, to hang out and watch TV and go to dinner. And it, it rained here a little, like, drizzled, but uh, the thunderstorms all went south of us, which was pretty neat. I didn't see it because I was indoors, but someone was telling me it was a hailing, like, marble-sized hail. Oh, Lord. I'm glad I missed over that. Over on, on this side of things. Yeah. So. Yikes. Yeah. So, but yeah. other than that, I almost, almost done moving, and, well, that's a lie. That's a, that's a big lie. I'm almost done preparing my mind to start moving. That makes sense. Cool. Um, well, let's change the subject. Yeah, so this is going to be a two-part episode. And instead of us talking for almost the entire episode about cats and stuff and drinks and things, uh, yeah, why don't we just get into this? Is We've got some really exciting things going on for this episode. We've uh, yeah. got some special interviews of sorts, and we'll talk a little bit, bit more about that in a second. But yeah. The subject of today is trolling. And, and this is not like the Trolls 2 kind of trolls, which weren't even trolls. Woohoo! You clipped real bad. <laughs> let me, let me, st- let's try that again. Woohoo! That was worse. I, I stepped back like a foot. I'm, ta- I'm telling you, dude, your mic is hot tonight. Woohoo! Still clipped. Woohoo! Just stop. Just stop oh trying. Oh my goodness! Like, well, anyways, I'm loud. Have some self-respect, yeah. <laughs> it was, I, I, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not though. I'm really not sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just because something is not physically a troll doesn't mean you can't be a troll. This is true, and yes. so uh, bef- most trolls are just people. Or, or bots, but... Oh, yeah, you know. sometimes they're bots. But sometimes what we refer to a, as a bot is, like, just a fake account that's still run by a real person that's just, like, in some other country that hates America. That's not a bot, though. That's just a fake account. Yeah, it is. Well, I think this... Whatever, well... But that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about... Um, <laughs> we're not talking about bots. We're talking, we're talking about, about... Yeah, real people behind a keyboard saying nasty nasty things to you on the internet yeah so the whole we're gonna get into this we got a series of questions we're gonna go through to guide through this conversation but uh why don't we start off with the basics of uh at least at this side of the conversation in our minds what is a troll what does it constitute and uh kind of what is what are some ways that we have experienced trolls in the gear industry specifically yeah just thinking We'll talk about that for a couple of quick minutes, and then we'll, we get to the interviews. How does that sound? That sounds great. Nose goes. All right. So um, trolls, uh, at, at, as I said before, they're those people who will just comment on posts, videos, threads, things like that. And um, later on, one of our guests will get into more specifically, she gives a lot of detail on, like, the different kinds of trolls because there are different kinds. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Because like there's the know-it-all, the person who's just being a jackass. Uh, there's like the sexist troll as she gets into as well. Um, this, the, there are a couple of trolls out there who are like, I would say benevolent trolls who they just kind of like to poke and prod and like tease in a way that sort of, it feels like if, 
if you're there a lot, like it, it starts to feel just like a less than gentle ribbing, if you know what I mean. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you're, you're getting into the type of trolls already. How about I'm gonna I'm gonna su- suppose, not propose. I'm going to suppose a definition for what exactly trolling. Yeah, is. yeah. Please do because I can't read your mind. I know. Uh, that would be really. Yeah. That's side note. That's a fear of mine that like other people around me can like read my mind. I knew it's that. Like a slight, it's like a slight Truman. Sh- hey. <laughs> it's like a it's like a slight like almost Truman Show esque kind of wondering in the back of my head that pops up every mm-hmm. once in a while. Yeah. But anyways, um, no. So trolling is gonna is uh, uninvited uh, communication over social media that mm-hmm. comes in typically vulgar forward um inappropriate yeah inappropriate uh, and i mean we can get into this a little bit and a little bit of research that we've done and kind of my experience is the the what a troll is trying to accomplish is get a rise out of other people yeah for the sake of enjoyment and that's not always the case and some of yeah. them are some trolls uh, exhibit and uh behavior and are after more of a malicious intent and researchers and the research i've done for this episode researchers have gone into studies of people who are self-professed trolls and then control studies and kind of gone all all over it and a lot of the behaviors of so especially the more intense trolls uh, are closely aligned with definitions of sociopathic behavior and so I think that's really interesting. I think that's important to know as we get into this is that uh, that's there's definitely a certain point of where we're not just talking about someone's having some fun and we're talking about this is sociopathic. This is really dangerous and not okay. Well, that's and, comforting as someone who's experienced right. trolls. Well, I, I think that's important to know as we as we listen to these interviews and as we hear from people's experience that there is a certain point where it's not exactly safe. Yeah, and we can hear a little bit more about that later. But there's there is a range, but it's it's what the, the there's something that the troll wants. The troll yeah. wants some kind of response. They either want um, just something to make them laugh. They want to get other people riled up, or they want to get other people like really hurt other people. Right. And I think it's that hurting other people is where we really get to the the deep the right? bad stuff. But, I mean, I mean, uh, I've been your garden variety yeah. troll. Yeah. Um. You know, I've been. I've had trolls in the past couple years or so even like they were so bad when I was young. I think that's pretty common. Um, There was this like website where you could make polls when I was a kid and you could divide it by your, 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 your school. And there was a poll in there that was literally a, do you think Emily Harris is a bitch? And like that was some garden variety like online harassment like that's like the bread and butter of it really and you know i was little and you know now i look back and kind of laugh like kids are the absolute worst but i mean it did hurt me at the time and the things that happened more recently uh i thought were scary more than anything when you i mean i think that people who listen to this podcast know at this point that i'm you know I'm outspoken about uh, making this community that is the gear community more welcoming for women. And there was an instance where I was in a group and I referred to a certain type of post as not as sexist, but as unwelcoming to women. And uh, I, I don't really feel like I was necessarily talking about objectification or whatever of women, but uh, these people who ran this at the 
behest of their top guy um, came after me and found screenshots that I made in other groups that, you know, referred to my body, my breasts, namely, in a non-sexual way, really, and took that and put it back on their group and accused me of, like, self-objectifying with no remorse. Never got an mm-hmm. apology from the person who runs this organization, and lots of people give this person money, but that's fine. Uh, and um, that that actively scared me, because they were so quickly willing to take something out of context that wasn't even sexual, it was just a joke, and if I'm not allowed to joke about my own body, then... I <laughs> damn that sucks right right well and that's that's definitely a uh, that's definitely a, a unique uh interaction with a, a quote-unquote troll i think that's not I, unique hey start... hey don't call that no, unique no 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 no, no I, I i'm saying in the sense that that was almost on a personal level a lot of trolling uh, i've seen is all like not anonymous but not like you don't know the person you're not aware of them you're not I don't know. Maybe I am completely mm, off base. You're off have... base, brother. I'm. I like. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think every person has experienced that kind of troll who will follow them around to everything that they do. But you and I both know more than one person this has happened to, and right, right. like mutual well, people, it... and who were basically afraid to do this episode for their own safety. And I don't blame them. Like a couple people right. reached out to like more than one or two said, Oh, I'd love to talk about that, but I have active litigation against a specific person. Right. Right. And I admittedly, I, I, I haven't had that experience. And I also haven't, uh, you're the one that conducted the interviews on the, the side of this. And so I'm really looking forward to hearing that and having my eyes open a little bit. And so, yeah. Full disclosure for this episode, you're going to be getting a lot of really fresh hot takes from me mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Um, my experience is more of the lighthearted side of things, and even on the cyborg, like I've participated in some good lighthearted trolling. Oh yeah, me too. Sense, I mean, and on that, on the very like milk toast end of the spectrum, it's really just like posting something inflammatory just to get a rise out of someone because it's funny. But that's not always uh, bad. Sometimes, like, people need a certain reaction or have their views challenged in order to right. grow. I think that well, happens a lot with brands. Cheek and, yeah. And I think that is, uh, if we're even going to call that trolling, that is by far the, uh, I think that's well into a realm that's real, that's harmless, that's just some good, fun, tongue-in-cheek, that's, sarcastic yeah. ass humor. The benevolent um, troll, I like to call them. I'm not sure if it's benevolent, but I uh, maybe if you're benign Aaron, troll. Benign, but if you're Aaron Abubo, I mean, he sees himself as a benevolent troll. He'll go into like <laughs> he he got banned from Gear Talk Praise and Worship for posting too much like Gear Supply Company humor and stuff, <laughs> and like people, I don't know, man. Like they took that so right, right. seriously. Really, they did, and not, whatever. It's their group. I'm not going to comment on that, but. Yeah, I mean that there's that level, and I I would go as far as to say that there's no reason for that to be considered an issue. Yeah. On that on the, on that basic most basic level, and that's where ninety eight percent of my personal experience has been. I've been relatively untouched. Yeah, shockingly. and I think that you'll find um, a little divide, like a, a something 
a common theme, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, I think the common theme is going to be uh, that not everyone's experience is the same. Yeah. And just because you've got one experience doesn't mean you can use that as a basis mm-hmm. to judge other people's experience. As yeah. We've learned already this episode with me putting my foot in my mouth. Oh, totally. Um, uh, with that, do you want to go ahead and get into the introductions? Just so uh, the listeners know, these interviews were all recorded separately. We asked a couple people uh, the same similar if not the same questions and i was very excited with how different their responses were so uh, i'm gonna get started with these intros what's it and i've never heard these before so i really can't wait to to listen in yeah so this is just quickly so i'm mike trombley owner and uh, engineer at native audio mike all right next one Hey everyone, I'm Ryan. Uh, I'm from 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar podcast slash YouTube channel. Uh, I do demos and reviews and stuff on the YouTube channel, and we get plenty of comments on there from regular people and trolls alike. Next up. My name is Julie Robbins, and I'm the CEO of Earthquaker Devices. I know you're excited about that one, Andrew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hi, my name is Chelsea Clark. I repair guitars, and I also operate an online publication called Guitars and Caffeine. Now, I just want to make a quick note about Chelsea, uh, is that one of the reasons I reached out to her is because she has spoken about this topic at length. So she And she's also the one of the two people who uh, just recorded on their own. So her responses are going to be a little bit longer, but they're so well thought out and completely worth listening to. I am so hyped for this. I, I'm really excited for the folks that we got to interview for this. Yeah. And uh, sh- just shout out to them. Thank you all for being so rad. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Mike, Ryan, Julie, Chelsea. Uh, this episode literally would not have been possible without you. Also, for the record, thank you to the people we invited to be on the show who couldn't be on due to either scheduling reasons or uh, legality reasons. Completely understand. Which is- we, and we'll have yeah, all those people I would, on separately. I would say that's understandable. Yeah. yeah, we'll have them all on separately to talk about things that they feel more comfortable and safe about discussing at some point. Um, right. But yeah, they're all wonderful people. We love them yeah. very much. So, so the first thing I asked uh, everyone to talk about was just generally their experience with trolling, and uh, we're gonna I'm gonna try to go in the same order throughout. So we're gonna start again with Mike. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Hmm? Yeah, so uh, when it comes to trolling on the internet, uh, I've been kind of fortunate enough to not really have to deal with too much of the trolling. Uh, you know, I've I've come across a couple demo videos of my products where, uh, you know, people have been, you know, uh, kind of had their opinions on my products. But uh, other than that, I haven't really had to deal too much with uh people you know either trashing or bringing down my company's name uh but you know on the same uh coin i'm in a lot of uh facebook groups and uh online forums and i definitely see a lot of trolling online so that was kind of the bulk of his response there and uh one of the reasons i started with him is I feel like kind of uh, the order of that's going to be kind of important uh, later on for the discussion of things. Alrighty. Yeah, but it sounds like Mike's kind of gotten off easy with trolls. He is uh, 
more of a boutique builder. So I think people in general tend to be more kind to people who are still a little bit under the radar. Um, And, you know, he's not ever saying anything too controversial or incendiary on his social feeds. He really just keeps it to his products, clean and simple, cool looking pedals, sweet designs, Dayton, Ohio represent. Yeah. It's always good to have someone from Ohio on the podcast, just because if nothing else, I know you're excited about it. Likewise with Californians. Heck yeah, which is who I, we have up next, I do believe. It is. Let's go see what Ryan's trolling experience has been like. Uh, typically, it's just people saying things they would never say to your face or to anyone else in real life. I mean, I hope they wouldn't because it's so often it's just so over the top. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. I get people basically telling me to kill myself because they didn't like something I said about an amplifier or a pedal or something like that. We're talking about, you know, pieces of equipment that cost hundreds of dollars and no one actually has to buy, but it gets people so worked up that they feel the need to do whatever they can to just tear someone down as far as they can. It's a, it's really pretty spectacular. Yeah. What'd you think about that one? Uh, between that and what I know of Ryan's experience, I know he gets a kick out of some of it, but I know some of it just definitely crosses a line for himself. And I don't yeah. think he's exaggerating. I, I've seen some of the comments uh, on 60 cycle hunt videos mm-hmm. and it, uh, I don't, he's not exaggerating when he's saying people walk right up to the line of telling him to kill himself. Oh, totally. And it was, and that's, it was so insane. Uh, just over a year ago when he was testing out that mono case on that terrible Epiphone guitar he'd spent his money on. and I'm sorry, it wasn't a mono mm-hmm. case. It was a music area case. I got to get his sponsors right because not that it's my job. Um, so a case company, a gig bag company, asked him to you know, uh, test out the durability of one of their gig bags. He's like, yeah, sure. I have this guitar I worked a lot on, got a lot of video views on, uh, hate it. Let me let me use this. And he didn't even promise to destroy it. He just said, you know, I'm testing a case. I'm going to tr- test it under some uh, escalating conditions. And if it lives, it lives. If it dies, it dies. And people lost their nut. They ke- people kept saying, oh, give it to a kid. Give this awful guitar to a kid. And I said, a little bit of trolling here, I will donate $200 in Ryan's name to Rain City Rock Camp for Girls if this guitar gets destroyed. If. And from that, we started GoFundMe, and he got to see in every single video, if you want to see some good come out of this guitar, put your money where your mouth is, donate to the GoFundMe, teach kids some music, and um, we raised a thousand bucks. And he nice. and he threw the guitar off a bridge at the end, which was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. that. That was great. Yeah. So that's kind of Ryan's experience with Trolls in a Nutshell, I think. Yeah, I would say um, uh, my assessment of that overall is kind of frustrating, but amusing. And I I don't think it. I get the impression that's really heavily interfered with his business. Mm. Well, we'll talk about that more when we talk about. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm understating his experience. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, you know, he'll talk about that, about the trolling more. So I think we got to. Yeah, I'm really curious to hear. Yeah. Julie Robbins. I've been very fortunate not to have any experience with trolls personally, um, but running our Earthquaker social media accounts, I have encountered a lot of trolls. Um, I think it's 
this um, inclination to just say, I guess, the first thing that you think uh, all the time, even if it's really, really lame. You know, I don't take things too personally if it's dislike of the pedal um, that we're featuring. That really doesn't bother me. I know that not everybody is going to like every pedal. It is kind of lame. You know, it can really knock the wind out of your sails, you know, but the things that really drive me crazy are when people attack the artists that we feature Um, because, you know, music is totally, everybody's taste is different. So you can't say somebody's like a terrible musician just because you don't like their music or any kind of nasty thing just because you don't like them. So yeah, we get a lot of um, things like that. We also have a transgender demo artist who uh, really overwhelmingly is supported by our community. Um, But there is occasionally someone who will just feel the need to comment on everything. That's a man. That's a man. That's a man. Um, And on most platforms, you're able to like block somebody. Uh, But on YouTube, it's actually pretty hard. I'll notice that I'll report it, block it, and then it'll pop back up. That's so lame. I'm with I'm yeah. with her on that. That's beyond lame. Um, after last week's episode, you know how I feel about that. I am not a fan. No, it's pretty gross. Uh, so um, I I think it's interesting to see Julie Julie's experience with trolls with a much larger pedal brand compared to Mike's. People I think feel more comfortable trashing something that's bigger, or they have more visibility. I mean, they're both. Guitar pedal companies from Ohio. One's one's big, one's a, a little growing uh, company, but their experiences are just night and day. Right, right. I, and I think it's really unfortunate that uh, that that they're going after the Earthquaker artist. That's really a, a shame to hear. Yeah, uh, that's one of the reasons I reached out to Julie actually, because I remember, um, you know, that guitarist Vanessa Wheeler. She's phenomenal. But um, Mm -hmm. in the way I discovered her as a player was Earthquaker posted a video of her using their pedals at, I think, a winter nam. And most of the comments were like, oh, wow, she's great. And some dude just kept commenting really sexist stuff about it. And their community was so uh, defensive of someone that they don't know. But they seem to have at least fostered a community where people – we're defending these demo artists on their own. Right, right. And that's all, that's really good. That's the kind of stuff that we want to see from folks mm-hmm. is stand up for each yeah, other. Yeah, especially and dudes. That's, that's super cool. Dudes stand up for women. Straight people stand up for your LGBT plus brothers and sisters. Uh, cisgendered people stand up for your transgendered brothers and sisters. Like, it's, it's it should be easier than it seems to be. That was a side tangent. No, no, I, I you preach. Go for it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go to Chelsea now, and I don't remember. This might be uh, a bit of a longer one, but please, please, please listen to it. I edited it myself. Um, yeah, let's go for it. There are two types of trolling that I've come across online, and one is, I think, fairly common for most people. Um, and they've probably experienced an on and off the screen. In fact, it's kind of a type of a person. 
And in my opinion, this type of person is actually poisoning the growth of the artisan world. And that is the classic know-it-all, the intellectual bully that goes out of their way to try and discredit you over some micro detail. These people get so worked up over one thing. Maybe it's a word or a number that didn't sit well with them. So they use that one thing to, to discredit all of who you are. These type of people are so aggravating. And regardless of how celebrated they are, um, their level of expertise, this kind of interaction to have with them online actually exposes all of their insecurities. Um, and so it can be really sad uh, to see somebody that you've maybe respected or um, w want to get to know uh, to kind of, they go out of their way to treat you like that. So I just kind of actually, at this point, try and stay away from people like that. Uh, I don't want to be their their pawn in any way. Uh, and of course, kind of uh, the second one is fairly classic, I think, to a lot of females, is the sexist bully. These are the type of people that try to distract or discredit, uh, discredit me uh, by placing focus on my sexual organs, right? So, um, and, and I, I'm not quite sure. I mean, there is definitely different levels of um, sexist remarks that happen. And, um, and some are well-intentioned, um, and some are just really uh, awful. So maybe some well-intentioned ones, for example, would be somebody saying, wow, I didn't know a girl could do this. And even though that's well-intentioned, that's still drawing from, that's, that's distracting from what I'm actually sharing and placing uh, enthusiasm on the fact that I have a vagina. <laughs> And really, that has nothing to do with me teaching a technique or, um, or, or anything, anything based on, on my technical skills. Um, and that's usually what I post. Um, uh, also, I think the term girl being used uh, for a, a grown woman is a little distracting and, and uh, very much discredits um, a type of experience. Uh, that is involved in, in growing up. Um, so, but I think that's innocent. You know, I try not to, I don't, I don't really get offended when that happens, but I do want to bring it up because it is something that I'd like to see changed. Um, you know, if you are surprised that a woman is doing something that you've never seen a woman do, you don't necessarily have to express it because, um, it, that, that actually detracts from normalizing it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's different ways of celebrating it and, and I think it can be done, uh, in more intellectual ways than just saying, wow, I didn't know a girl could do this, you know? Um, and of, of course, really you have kind of the, the vulgarity, um, of those comments too. um, people putting emphasis on, uh, you know, breasts or mouth or, you know, what they would do to me or, or things like this. And, um, and that's just gross. You know, that, that kind of crosses the line of, 
of, you know, uh, Stumac uh, YouTube channels or technical YouTube channels are not porn sites and nobody really cares about what gets you off. Yeah, there was a lot in there that just had me nodding pretty vigor- vigorously and going, oh, at the same time. Yeah, and, and you know, just as a side note, I'd like to take this moment to say that I, for, you're pretty good at guitar, you know, for a girl. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, I've because heard worse. That's, that's the kind of, that's, right, that's the kind of stuff that I've seen on uh uh, female artists pages on Instagram mm-hmm. is something I've, I've seen is uh, comments I've seen are like you're pretty good for a girl um, like something stuff along that line that just really bothers me. I think I think she totally nailed it with the her description of the sexist troll mm-hmm. and the intellectual bully I feel like that's a big one oh, like yeah. honestly I, I I see that a lot more just be, because I'm looking at men's pages typically uh, like there, a lot of the demo guys are dudes, so even they get the intellectual bully sometimes. Like, uh, like if you mention Tonewood, some guys are coming to come at you and say that's not a thing. It's a myth. Yep, yeah. I mean it's totally a myth. Didn't you know mm. that? If you made a guitar out of styrofoam, it would sound exactly the same. I would like to tell Kevin Equitz that he and I have talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> Like the material, the material um, doesn't matter. All right, all right, all right, all right. I don't, I don't think, I think it matters if you're doing it right, but whatever. Uh, we'll to that, please don't intellectually troll me. I don't give a sh. I don't care. <laughs> I caught myself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I, I think that's a really interesting distinction that she makes. I, I really like the categorization uh, that she just. Yeah, made. and I know that like sometimes yeah. she's had comments on her videos. Where people will leave in the comments like, oh, pause at this point to see, like, down her shirt a little bit. Gross. Yeah, and I've seen some with other women playing guitar that focus around the mouth, which somehow feels more gross. So, that's just uh, a, an awful just, reality uh, about being a woman, I- really. Yeah, and that's really unfortunate. I don't know. And, like, you know, there's other places on the internet you can see that. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm all for it, but I'm just, like, don't don't harass someone that's clearly not trying to do weird things on camera. They're just trying it's to It's like, I always, you know? like, uh, Ryan Burke always says, like, no one cares what gives you a tickle in your pants. Like, nobody. Nobody cares. No one cares what tickles no, your pickle? No, nobody cares except for, like, the person who actually wants to do that so maybe have a conversation with them about it if like if if seeing a lady plays guitar playing guitar gets you hot like that's that's for the record that's fine you can't really help what your kink is but you can help how you communicate that to women who are playing guitar which is to say you should not you should not communicate that. And, and I've had this. I've had this issue. Time and a place. I've had time. this issue where um, I was talking about sort of objectifying women in videos and whatever, and a guy messaged me and said, "I was really thinking about like what you said, and I was just thinking about myself and how, because you know, dudes make it about themselves." Um, and I was just, and I was just watching what? this video, and I just suddenly, I just, I just, I got titillated. I'm like, I don't care. This is literally what I am talking about. I am literally saying, do not tell women unsolicitedly what 
gets you hard. Do not do that. What makes you think that is okay? Talk to the woman in your life who cares about that. If you, again, just say, you know, it would be really sexy if you like held this guitar and maybe learn how to play it a little bit. Like that would really do it for me. That's cool. Dope. Do that. I don't care. Don't tell other women you don't know who do not want to stroke your dick that your dick is hard. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, I think this is where we start getting into the, uh, the, what I think is a philosophical concept that plays into this whole discussion is the, is it protected speech or is it harassment? <sighs> and I think a lot of this kind of behavior is flat out harassment. I mean, it, I mean, honestly, if you were to say half the stuff I see in videos on uh, comments on videos, uh, if that were to be said in the workplace, any decent HR department oh, is fired. going to be taking oh, totally. some fired or sig yeah. significant uh, follow Absolutely. follow up action. Um, and uh, to clarify, that's for a, a decent company, and I'm not going to assume everyone does work for a decent company with an HR right. department. But like, if, if saying something would get you completely awesome, like, like, I don't know, just because I don't want to say that you should never, ever say something that would get you fired from work because like, if you're in the privacy of your own home, yes, yeah, sure do it. But in this day and age, if you're saying something on the internet publicly, like not in a private group, but publicly on someone's video, that's public on a Facebook post, that's public. And you say something awful, and if it's something that if it got back to your boss, you would be in trouble. Maybe just think about it, not doing that. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to make the, the, the not I mean, it does. But bleh. I'm going to make the assumption and I think I'm right, completely right here. I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but I think I, I'm safe to make the assumption that a lot of this counts as harassment and is not remotely protected no, free speech. In the Especially States if it's targeted and repeated, like. And I know that other other countries have yeah. laws against this uh, frequently, much more involved yeah. laws that address online. Yeah, I mean, harassment really is, I think, one of the things is it has to be, like, repeated. Like, someone who's commenting on every single one of a woman's videos, uh, saying nasty stuff, like some of the people I spoke with privately, like, that's borderline stalking. It's definitely harassment, um, which is not protected under free speech. Right. And we're, I'll probably say this a lot in my life and on this podcast, uh, freedom of speech does not mean freedom from any consequences of your speech. And freedom of speech does not apply necessarily to privately owned or even publicly owned platforms. Um, like Facebook can delete your comments if they violate their terms of service. So it's not this like holy grail that you hold up and you're like, aha, well, freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want with no repercussions and no one can stop me. Yes, people can stop you. Yeah, man, that's like... That's my right, man. Like you can't yeah, take away my rights. Like I didn't vote for right that, man. Your right to just be an unsolicited dick, figuratively and literally, on the internet. Not exactly what the founding fathers had in mind when they were talking about freedom of speech, or freedom of persecution from speech. That might be a digression. Like I, I'm just like I'm a dude, man. Like I can't control <laughs> my urges, you know. Oh yes. Oh yes. Classic argument. <laughs> never, I've never rebuted that one. Uh, well, let's go. 
let's let's go with, <laughs> let's go on yeah, to the next question i believe the gist of it uh i don't have the exact phrasing but like what did you do what did you In do about summary. the trolling what did you how'd you react how'd you react mike so when it comes to trolling um i think the best method is to not respond um now, if you do decide to respond to a troll, I think the best way is, uh, you know, you hear the statement, kill them with kindness. Uh, that's kind of been my approach with them. Uh, when, you know, it comes to my Instagram post uh, or even just any type of post I do, um, if there's any kind of uh, opposition posed towards, you know, whatever I posted, Usually I try to uh, try to even it out with some kindness <laughs> and um, yeah, that's kind of been my approach. And, uh, but yeah, when it comes down to the hardcore uh, trolls, I just choose to avoid. So I think that's the best thing you can do. So um, Mike's idea of killing them with kindness is I think the sweetest and purest thing. I think I, I don't want to spend too much time talking about his response because I think there's going to be more to say about, his response in comparison to the other responses mm-hmm. coming up. And I don't know that for sure because I honest to God have not listened to this, but I think what's going to really start to highlight the differences across the perspectives um, from the, the four people yeah. we've got on this is uh, how comfortable they feel responding and how those responses have worked. And I think that's going to really highlight the difference. Yeah. Of severity and I think that this is the encounter. first question that really, uh, will illuminate why I put these in the order in which I put them. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike's response is incredibly mm-hmm. pure. I love it, and in an ideal world, that is the best. Oh, totally. way to do it. I mean, that's that's customer mm-hmm. service one one. I mean, that's any every retail job I've ever had is. Well, if someone's being a jerk, you just you kind of smile through yeah. your teeth and you just deal with it. Absolutely. Um, and I think that it speaks and, to his personal experience, which he himself said was pretty limited. Right, right. But I, yeah, like you said, I think that's going to be illuminated as we go through this. I, yeah. let, let's, let's get on with it. Let's, yeah. let's get what, to Ryan. What say you, Ryan? Generally, like these are kind of my ideas on how to interact with trolls. I mean, first of all, you just don't ever let them get the best of you. Don't let them elicit any sort of emotional response out of you. You got to keep the high road and you've got to kind of act like you're talking to like a toddler or a child in a way, like a a child that's just said something completely over the top and inappropriate. And you get down on your knees and you look them in the eye and you're like, let's talk about this. Let's talk through this and figure out uh, why you said this thing. Uh, I mean, it really is a game of control. If you can keep, control of yourself and keep control of of the way you're talking to the person and not sink down to their level then you're just going to end up frustrating them over time and they're just going to disappear and they're not going to want to engage with you anymore if you give them you know the satisfaction of getting a rise out of you then they're just going to keep coming back uh you know in certain ways to to keep getting that high that they're experiencing as far as eliciting a response out of someone. So you don't want to give them that unless you do want to keep them commenting. Yeah, I don't disagree with with that. I think um, that's how Ryan deals with trolls. And I, I really loved when he said, you gotta, you gotta treat them like they're an 
like a child, like a toddler who just did something bad. That was my yeah. favorite part. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love that. I, I really like that because uh, as as you're preparing for this episode, something that uh, I, I I remember saying is that a lot of the behavior is just very impish, like mm-hmm. child toddler, like just kind of people throwing hissy fits, like just kind of just around, mm-hmm. like you're ugly. Well, I hate you. And like that kind of level. Of, yeah. You looked at your fretboard. You must not know how to mm-hmm. play the guitar very well. Like just kind of that level of that snotty toddlerness that every toddler yeah. ever has exuded. And I just, I really like how he, he brought it to that level. I, yeah. Up on it. No, I, I will like say like, it, it really is spoken like someone who's never had like that inkling of this person could hurt me in the back of their mind. And that's kind of what I got both from, uh, the responses of uh, the the men who participated in this, and uh, that's not a knock on them. Like it's so far from it. Um, but yeah, right, right. I I, think... We haven't talked about like the effect that because I asked everyone like what effect did it have on you. So we haven't gotten to that question yet. That is coming up uh, in the next part of the series. But um, I think that you can kind of gauge people's overall effects by how they respond or recommend responding to trolls right right i think i think before we move on to the other two real quick i think it's important to note that the concern that i hear out of both mike and ryan's responses is how it makes yourself look it's it's about how they appear in their responses and it's I think that's that's one of the primary concerns that I heard. Which is fair. It's a fair concern. And yeah. Oh, absolutely. One one thousand. I'm not. I'm not digging that. Sorry, I'm not oh, totally. taking a dig I at that. Right I, just, I just wanted to clarify uh, not, for the listeners remotely. out there. Right, right. So I'm not taking a dig at their experience and what they're concerned about in their response whatsoever. Yeah. I think that's incredibly rational and reasonable and very well measured. I think there, there's a serious level of maturity. Absolutely. I love their responses. And yeah, I, I love their I responses, that. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I'm really interested to hear what the other responses are because I'm not convinced, based on what I know, the framework I have to go off of, that that's going to be the sole concern that the other two are going to have in what factors yeah, into their decision Yeah, let's get into that. I think this is where we where the waters start getting muddier with the, mm-hmm. the sexist Yeah, trolls. let's get into it. We have, like, incredibly supportive fans who will go after, you know, anybody that says anything silly. So sometimes, you know, somebody might say, oh, this, this music sucks, this person sucks. And a lot of times a whole bunch of people will come out of the woodwork to tell them they're wrong. And maybe even go so far as to like post links of other examples of them playing and things like that. And every once in a while, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm like, that's awesome because I didn't even need to do anything. Um, Only occasionally have I have I personally really gotten involved with it. Um, And then usually I'll like wake up in the morning and delete all of it. (laughs) And it's usually I'm saying something like, you know if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all, basically. Oh, there's so much I love about that response, especially that it kind of echoes Ryan's and treated him like a toddler, though she goes back and removes it later. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it 
I mean, just calling it for what it is, it's very childlike behavior and not in like yeah, the good like a, ch- a good sense. sense of childlike oh. behavior, childlike wonder, like the good things, like the purity, not the right. snottiness. I'm I didn't take a nap for some reason today, and my snack thing only had five gummies in it instead of six. Yeah, so I'm gonna be right. mean to everybody. <laughs> It's, and so that's kind of what it feels like, but it's the same thing I mentioned before. Just what I've noticed is the community rising up. And again, that kind of gave the same vibe of not letting the trolls get the best of you. Right. I get the vibe from that one of not letting the trolls get the best of you and kind of just, a psh, I guess, I mean, it just kind of is what it is. And I'm glad that there's other people to help Absolutely. sort it out. It's kind of the vibe I just got from Julie on that. And I think it's super rad that, uh, what Julie, what the, my favorite part of that whole bit right there is Julie describing the community of folks that are mm-hmm. standing up for each other. And shout out to whoever's involved in that and who's been on the Earthquaker pages and is tearing down trolls and saying, yes. no, we're not going to put up with that. Because I think that's an important part of what it takes to combat that is like, no, we're yeah, not going to put totally. up with that. Screw you. All right. Um, I'm not sure we'll get to this question. I asked uh, Ryan and Julie about their general policy, and ultimately I thought the answers were a little similar. But Julie also added that the second you say something transphobic or uh, anything like that, you're gone. They will beat you. They will beat you. They will delete you. They will ban you, block you, whatever. Like you, that it's that that's a zero tolerance policy. Zero yeah. policy. And yes. Jinx. And Ryan said something similar about uh, <laughs> the R word. Like, if you start messing with people with developmental disabilities on Ryan's page, you're 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 gone. Oh, that R word. You yeah, guys have to text no, me no. what R word you thought I meant. I didn't think of any. I was like, wait, what's the R? Uh, and then as soon as you, um, that just took me. I, that word's just so far out of my vocabulary. I don't remember the last time I've heard that, actually. I think uh, it stopped being... It, it, people started realizing how offensive it was when I was in, like, ninth grade, 10th grade. And it's the easiest one to remove from your vocabulary because once you hear yourself saying it, you can just change the word that you're saying. Right, like, it's right. just ridiculous. Yeah, so I then didn't... I started calling... So now ridiculous is my insult of choice if I'm like, that's ridiculous. I sound like a mom. No, you sound like John Mulaney. That's ridiculous. Mm, I don't know if that's better, dude. <laughs> I was watching John Mulaney last night, and so I think good. that's him imitating a mom. You know, it's possible. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I remember on, on on the topic of that. I remember in middle school, I didn't really know what the word meant, and I just kind of used it because I was in middle school, and that was the cool, like, edgy thing to do. And I remember when someone finally explained to me, I was horrified. Like, I've right. been saying, what? Yeah. Oh, boy. I feel, I have I feel like most kids have here. that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of kids have at least one experience with that kind of word. But again, that's a, that's the common theme. People saying things that they hear somewhere else and not giving any thought or looking into what it actually means. Right, right. Yep. Common theme because it just happens all the time. Right. And the same thing is good good for a girl is one of those things. Or I never seen a girl shred like that. But I digress. But that brings us back to uh, Chelsea. 
What do you say, Chelsea? And I think also our, our online culture has kind of trained us to think, well, you know, that's just some sad person uh, who lives in their mom's basement who has nothing better to do, and so you just should feel sorry for them and and just ignore them or or banter because bantering and trolling, you know, they're fun. It's a fun thing to do um, to get a rise out of people and really manipulate the situation. Um, and I'm just the type of person where I am who I am, and I'm, uh, and so I I don't think that it's gonna change anything, and I don't think it's right, and it, it doesn't really sit well with me to kind of ignore things like that. Um, I also know that people aren't like me, and so as soon as I would to comment, uh, to comment back or stand up for somebody online, that's all they need, you know, that's all they need to um, to just try and defend. Uh, their their pea-brained, uh, you know, emotional response. Um, uh, so uh, their their low-browed bullshit. Um, so you can't even really do that, right? Because you you don't get the rouse uh, or the social context um, as if you were to be uh, in a, in an actual conversation. Um, and get that group shunning going on of like, dude, why that what you just said was wrong, and then see everybody else's reaction around it to help them gauge that this isn't really okay. Um, so you don't really get get that kind of interaction. So to be quite honest, I, I I don't give them the benefit of the doubt of just ignoring them and and feeling sorry for them. I I delete their comments. I block them. Um, I unfriend them. I'm, I don't want to be a victim of that type of person. And, and um, especially with my publications and my videos, uh, everything I put out is to kind of open up the conversation and to open up one way of thinking, uh, to, um, to, to, to add to other ways of thinking, right? Um, kind of the whole idea behind Guitars and Caffeine is there is multiple ways of doing things. And there's no reason why we can't all be learning and growing uh, together in different ways. And so I, I, really, I really find that, um, especially the intellectual bully, uh, is extremely distracting to people who just want to ask questions and who just want to feel comfortable with not knowing everything. Um, and so I, I do. I, and the thing is, is like, I, I am not trying to surround myself with like-minded people. That is not my intention at all. Uh, but there are ways of going about, uh, conversations and there is an etiquette and there is a level of respect that I, that I ask for and that I put out, you know, that I give everybody. And I just think it's too, too tacky to add to, uh, when somebody just tries to blatantly, uh, disrespect somebody else based on a word or a number or, um, something like that. So, the culture that I'm trying to build in our industry and what I'm trying to help foster is um, this, this comfort of, of using 
you know, what, whatever level of education you have, you have this comfort of asking questions and this comfort of learning from people who might not be at your level. Maybe they have less experience, but they do something differently. Their brain works in a different way. Um, and really just allowing those kind of nasty intellectual bullying comments and those sexist comments onto, um, your feed, uh, doesn't add anything for the audience. You know, what I do isn't to, you know, to, to, to get a, attention from the media. I'm not all, you know, uh, they say uh, even bad publicity is good publicity. I, I, I'm not into that. I'm not trying to uh, get aroused from people or, or start an argument. I, I'm, I'm trying to create this kind of safe way of, of learning and growing and sharing. So I don't have any patience, um, for people who kind of just are too selfish, um, to realize that, uh, my life isn't about them or everybody else's life that is into what's going on isn't about them. There is a huge difference between trying to discredit somebody and trying to talk with them. I cannot express this enough you know, and the, okay, maybe, maybe if I put it this way, the difference is, uh, defined by you knowing that you aren't the only one who has valuable experiences that have created success. It's that simple. I think that's a simple concept. Um, I, th I think it is. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> There's a huge difference between talking to someone and trying to discredit them. I love that. Um, there is a lot in there to love. A lot to unpack. Yeah, I think I think a takeaway I've got from that, just, just right off the bat, is uh, I've got two, actually. Uh, it's the, first off, it's the, oh, we should just feel sad for trolls and they just live in their mother's basement and all that. And first of all, nothing wrong with that because the economy is what the economy is and housing is expensive. Are you just saying that because you're about to live with your mother? Uh, well, actually, no. My mom's moving. I've got the opposite thing. A lot of people I, I went to college with. Like, <laughs> your mom's going to be living with you. Right. Is uh, right. Yeah, I, I've got the opposite thing going on. She's coming to move in with us. But um, no, no. It, it, but like I'm, I'm being, I'm not being facetious. I'm being dead serious. One, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. In all honesty, if that is what it is. And if money's tight, I get it. It's hard. Two. But. Yes, go on. Uh, my my greater point here is this kind of just building up of the I, this idea of a troll of just some pathetic pathetic low life, and that's not always the case. I mean, these are real people. It's not like we just like classist like use the classist argument of just kind of like stereotyping them, kind of filing them away as like whatever, no big deal. Because there's there is a range of them. There's people from all walks of life, and there's people. Um, and as we've discovered, I'm not sure we're going to be able to get into this into the detail that I, I would want to in, in a limiting sense. But I mean, we've mentioned in a couple of different points this episode that there's people that we asked to interview who are dealing with litigation, and that's why they mm -hmm. can't interview. And there's there's a huge range here. And so just I I think just a word of caution for people who just want to who are giving an umbrella statement of oh, well, they just live in their mom's basement and they're sad and pathetic and we, we should really feel sad for them. And I'm not, 
I don't want to give them that cop-out. I don't want to give them that leeway. And I certainly don't want to give the impression that it, there's just your garden variety trolls and that's just kind of the end of it. Yeah, and there are people like that. And I think there they'd probably be people you don't expect. I'm sure that there are people that you work with who, uh, in their free time troll people online it's that's just statistically it's likely it's a hobby um, right yeah it's a hobby it's what they do for kicks and it's right like not not great uh but sometimes it's benign and sometimes it's you know not and um like the only way that i feel s- sad for trolls and this is legitimate and i've talked about this with friends of mine is that you know that they're just such miserable people because no one who is happy behaves that way I mean, maybe on the benign troll side of things, you could roll it as just a, they're just having a little bit of fun. But certainly on the other end, I don't know if I'd even agree with that, though, because, I mean, in the research I did, we're talking about sociopaths here. There's literally a level of sociopathy that's exhibited. And uh, along with that, a a high likelihood that sociopaths are the ones uh, engaging in some of the more intense behavior on the spectrum. And I Mm -hmm. just... That's frightening. I that can't chalk yeah. that up to just oh they're sad and pathetic and like they yeah. must be miserable with their lives. Maybe they're this is what they're really enjoying, and that's honestly yeah. more frightening than anything else we've talked about. Yeah, um, but to lighten but the subject, soul, their soul, their souls are rotten though. Like that's rough. Like that's gotta. It's 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 like aren't they tired? I would like to think so. I it's hard to say for sure. Uh, something yeah. that I would like to point out is, I guess I uh, my experience with the the intellectual know-it-all type of troll. I've seen this actually. Now that I, I kind of thinking and reflecting on it throughout the episode, is I've seen this fairly frequently on your forums, uh, and so I, yeah. and I moderate uh, worship guitar sounds. And what we see frequently is uh, new players. Uh, frequently, I see this kind of behavior from on posts that new players from non-Western countries uh, th- th- that are po- making posts about like, oh, well, what should I do about this? Or how can I learn? And people just make ruthless fun of these people. I'm like, whoa. Why? Why? Right. And we do, we do our best at WGS to try and moderate that. I'd be like, uh, no, you, I don't care <laughs> if it seems like it's the Nigerian prince trying to get a free handout. Like, come on. That's not funny. Right, like I, I really don't like I don't put up with that kind of stuff, and um, yeah, and so I, I, I'm starting to it, the way that Chelsea described that behavior is like, oh, you know what, I I do kind of know that, but it's never really targeted at me, and so that doesn't yeah. strike me as something exactly. terribly personal. Yes, I'm just a bystander exactly. for ninety eight percent, ninety nine point nine percent of the trolling I encounter. I'm yeah. just a bystander. And of that 99.9%, I'd be hesitant to put a number on it, but there's probably a decent chunk. I don't even realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Okay. And you are very much in a position to uh, stop it in a lot of ways. And I'm also in a position to scroll harder on the flip side of that, which uh, I feel like I have responsibility to not. But Yeah, I know that in Six of Cycle Hum, scroll harder is a big thing that they use but they almost are more likely to use it in the opposite way like, right 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 it's like it's like instead of leaving the trolling comment on someone's perfectly benign post scroll past it and then if something bad happens then the community like if someone is post a sexist meme the community is going to jump in and be like no stop it 
Stop it. No. No. So, no. No. Stop it. No. Yeah. Um, um, no, yeah. I, anything I, else no. about? Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I know that's what scroll harder is typically referred to, but I mean, I, that's just an exa- me pointing out that I have the privilege of choosing. Like, yeah, that's not my problem. I'll move on instead of standing up for other people. And yeah. uh, I sometimes I do that consciously. Sometimes I do that unconsciously. And so I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to deal with this right now. Uh, mm. Not my monkey. Not my circus. And. Part of the and the other part is like, well, maybe I should be more try to be more aware of that. Keep my eyes peeled as I'm scrolling through, just uh, kind of just cruising through Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or whatever the kids are into these days. Yeah. And I don't know. I I'm not going to throw a hard line out here and say everyone should be doing X, Y, and Z. But I think what I will say is I I almost want to challenge myself over the next couple of weeks as I'm we're thinking about this that maybe i should start being a little bit more vocal as i kind of see stuff it will and just see how it goes how can yeah. how, how far can i take my voice to help make a positive impact for those who are getting tossed around by the trolls nice i like that but sometimes some of the advice there is not really necessarily things that you can help with because if someone's just trolling to be a dick like if you comment and feed them they're going to get worse like chelsea said i just delete them Right, right. Um, uh, my favorite response to like sexist trolling I've seen lately is someone responded, "Acting like a dick doesn't make yours harder." Ha! Or bigger, <laughs> stronger, faster, maybe faster. What is this a Kanye song? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, maybe. That Speaking was, of, never mind. No, we're not. We're not even gonna. Don't don't go there. This maybe next episode we can prepare more Kanye talk but I don't know if that's worth yeah. it no and uh, that's uh, the end of the first part of uh, the questions and answers that we got yeah we've got another round of questions and answers for the second half and I it, I haven't listened to them and I will not have listened to them when we record the next episode which is I I, I not hate right this now. No, we're not. not we're not going to. We're not recording this back to back. Actually, which part of me wants to do it because now I'm like, oh, I want to hear the rest. I want to hear the rest. So I mean, uh, we could. No, I. I can't, yeah, I, really can't. I would like to go. I would like to go to bed. Uh, but yeah, and think about think about it, and I'm sure that, and I feel like that if we went and did it right now, we wouldn't be able to uh, reflect on. Right, right. I think, I think that once we lot, go through and oh, I'm edit actively this episode, chewing on yeah. all of this right now. Like I've got like so much yeah. chewing. Like you know that feeling when like you like you're eating steak and you t- like take too big of a bite and you're like, crap. I don't know if, like how I'm going to chew through all of this. That's kind of how I feel yeah. right now. Um, yeah. I guess I guess my big takeaways are um, the takeaway I kind of figured I was going to take away um, going into this is that there's a, a wide breadth of experience. From folks mm-hmm. and so for the uh I, I guess my challenge is for guys uh who don't experience the same level of trolling that other people do believe other people when they say yeah actually kind of like was fearing for my life because they had tracked down like my family members and were yeah. like figuring out my address and threatening mm-hmm. to harm me like come come kill me like believe that that's the kind of like kind of crazy sociopathic stuff that happens and just because I mean, it hasn't happened to yeah. you. Yeah, it's, I it's mean, not women his, literally. It's just not being dramatic. Like, this kind of shit really no. happens. And yeah. 
And so that's I mean, one big takeaway for me is don't just because it's not your experience, don't discount the experience of others. Listen. Um, listen. Yes. So I think that's a big takeaway I have from this episode is that every, there's there's a whole lot going on here, uh, and I, I think the yeah. other big the the other big encouraging takeaway for this is um, I, I'm really hung up on what Julie was saying about how that they've got some loyal fans who will stand up for other people, and I think that's mm-hmm. great for the brand, and I want to see that not just for the brand, but uh, I, I think we see this in 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 a lot of ways. I want to see it more so. Just as a as a community, yes, so. as a whole, wherever right. it happens, we need to be there. And well, maybe you know, not everyone's going to agree with me on my. It, can people accuse me of white knighting? Can I be my own white knight? I'd actually like that. I'm not going to tell really you like how to that. live your life. I want to be my own white knight. That sounds like your next album title. <laughs> my own white knight. <laughs> I like that. There you I'm go. Into it. Yes. Um, yeah. So the other thing I just want to say, um, it's very likely that this episode part one will drop before we record part two. That, yeah. that is quite, that's probably likely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, everyone listen to this. If you've made it this far, firstly, thank you for your service. Um, secondly, let us know what you thought. Uh, I can't ask people more questions than I've already asked them. But if you have questions for us that you want us to kind of get into or discuss, or uh, if you have any feedback um, and like that, uh, shoot us some text messages somewhere, and uh, we'll maybe read some of those. And you know, uh, I would say send us an audio recording, but I don't think that's the cleanest way to do this no i i I wish i had time to go through and listen to everyone's voicemails i I don't but we Uh, can we can read messages on uh facebook and instagram yeah shoot messages on the instagram track us down um personally on our accounts and send us messages no 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 no, no, no. please don't i'm sorry like like don't message me personally please please i like i respect you all uh thank you for listening but uh if you send me a private message on facebook uh just for my own uh security i'm not gonna read it uh sorry have had weird things happen no, uh no offense to anybody i'm and, sure you're and great example of how comfortable you are versus how comfortable i am based on experience yeah but if you um want to have a conversation in the facebook group about things and like ask me if you want if to take a conversation private i might uh so just uh Ask before sending my personal account direct messages, please. Okay, uh, yeah. That's it makes totally me feel apparent. a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. I guess if anything else, the sentiment I'm trying to get across is we are available. Hit us up. We want to have these conversations. Yeah, and we want to know what you all think. Yeah. 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 Well, no, I thought you were going to do the voice too. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's late, and I have an early bike ride scheduled for tomorrow. Oh, I almost forgot one of the most important things. How could I forget? Go. Uh, our our uh, our sponsor for this episode is Jennings Guitars. Oh shoot, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 So Jennings Guitars. Uh, we'll just keep this short and sweet. Chad is one of the sickest dudes on the planet, and I don't say that just because I have to. I I, I don't even have to say that. I'm saying that no, because I want to. Uh, you don't Chad have to say is, anything. No, Chad. Honestly. Honest to goodness, 
super rad. Uh, I've really enjoyed getting to know the guy and go buy one of his guitars. It's less than the cost of like a lot of the, the made in America fenders and mm-hmm. it's phenomenal quality. But yeah. I, I guess I don't really have anything more to say. Just do it. Like, what are you waiting for? Live your best life now. Live your best life now. Name it and right, claim it. Uh, again, this has been the Get Offset Podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Andrew. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah.